Hello, welcome to the Low and Toe Show. <laughs> Tara and Lauren coming at you from the balcony. It's not called the Low and Toe Show. She's <laughs> you guys know. Tara's like, yes, let, let me do the intro. And I'm like, why? <laughs> She's like, just trust me. But that's why. Well, earlier you did say that on your Instagram story. I know, by accident. And I immediately regretted calling us Low and Toe. I did it. I manifested it. You guys may remember this from a long time back. I've been trying to get this to happen for months. And I finally made it happen. So here we are. Tara doesn't deal with jealousy well. No. She's like, what do you mean you have another friend? I don't believe she's real. <laughs> you met her. No. Anyways. So today we are coming to you guys actually from the terrace. This is the first ever um, episode I've recorded outside. But I I feel, you guys, I'm sure you can hear like the background noise, but I think it adds. It does add to, to it. To the ambience. And yeah. we are able to continue sitting in the sun and drinking our drinks and living our best lives yeah this is the best day ever i know wednesday <laughs> i'm so happy and then right after now. this we're doing wine and wisdom i know it's a really hard work day <laughs> yeah well actually we did we always we actually joke. did work all we, day. we always joke about that we're like oh it's a tough life but like what you don't see behind the scenes is tara and i like glued to our computers not talking for like three hours at a time yeah like, and then there's lauren a that. tries to talk to me and i'm like can you please yeah talk? and i can tell she looks at me and she's like i'm busy but i just keep talking anyways <laughs> um <laughs> she's been living on her own for a while well that's COVID. the thing is i live by myself and then tara shows up and i'm like yay friends and then she gets annoyed at me because she has a husband that she gets to talk to all the time hey I used to have a roommate that I got to talk to. You <laughs> married him. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, so um, we thought that this would be a good opportunity to kind of do like a year in review episode because tomorrow morning, Tara and Trevor are leaving for out west. Yeah. So this is the last time Tara and I will be together for a while. You have plans to come back in September for a visit. Yes. Um, but yeah, it's so weird because like we had almost a year of friendship where we didn't know each other. Like mm-hmm. like we, it was only through Instagram. We'd never actually met. I should look back at our Instagram messages and see when the first time is that I started like stalking you on Instagram. <laughs> I feel like it'll that'll take a while. I'm up for it, though. So we're going to talk about what has changed in the last year. We're going to talk about mind magic. We're going to talk about all the good manifestation stories. It's been the craziest freaking year. It's been the best year of my life, I'd say. So Mm -hmm. let's dive into it. Okay. What are we starting with? Just let it flow. Okay. (laughs) All right, you guys. So, yeah, we were just um, out at the wine shop because that's what we do. (laughs) Wearing matching outfits. Um, (laughs) Tara Tara just likes to buy and copy all the things and steal. I call my my outfit today the Lauren. (laughs) She created this outfit. She's like, you guys, I discovered my summer wardrobe. It was was my win of the week on Wine Wine Wisdom. I was like, my win of the week is I found my summer wardrobe and I bought it in every color. And Tara's like, ooh, me too. <laughs> and then I tried it and I was like, yeah, she, now everybody's buying it. I know. Yeah. It's actually sold I'm out. I'm an influencer. Yeah. Yeah. Um, anyways, so we were just walking back from the wine shop and I've been thinking lately about like the last year because it was the end of June that Trev and I moved into this apartment mm-hmm. and just reflecting back on what's happened this year and and you know Tara obviously <laughs> entered into the picture in a big way <laughs> in a big way um, but how like all three of us have created what we wanted and and I mean I think that what like resonates with me so much is thinking back to 
Um, it was the 29th of June. We had like this whole, I have a podcast episode about how this place manifested. And like, by the time I just like let go and got really clear about tuning into what I wanted, it totally just showed up to the point where like Trev came and saw this place without me. I didn't even have to come and see it. Like everything lined up, very little action required on my part by the time I actually allowed it. So there's an episode on that. Um, but what was very prevalent for me was like when we actually moved in here, I had all kinds of like imposter syndrome and all kinds of fear mm-hmm. around being able to afford it. Because my business wasn't like super stable at that point. And this place, even with Trev's like supplementing the rent, was twice what I was paying at my last place. And I paid for my last place with my last business, which I had retired. Mm -hmm. So, and I remember Trev being like, so like, we're both going to be on the lease. Like you can afford this, right, Laura? Like, because he was basically putting his name down. And I was like, yep, yep, it's going to be fine. But secretly I was like, oh my God, (laughs) I need to be able to not screw over my best friend's credit, Um, which obviously that never ended up happening. But there was a lot of fear and both Trev and I chose, and Trev had fear as well. It didn't make a lot of like, sense for it made him. no sense for him because Zero. yeah and we we did want to talk about the like um the entire premise of this episode is like faith over fear yeah. and like really trusting the process in terms of manifestation and what happens when you do that because yeah trevor has a practice in oxbridge which yeah. is like an hour away mm-hmm. and he was paying rent there so for him to have a place to go on the weekends just didn't really make sense well and for me i his mom was not impressed <laughs> I know. She, well, she was, I don't remember. She was like on, on board with it, but she was like, as all mothers would be, mine was the same, was the voice of reason. I'm like, yeah. this, 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 this really makes sense. And at the time he was talking about like buying a place in Uxbridge and like he, uh, which like obviously Tara came in and squashed that. But um, good thing that didn't happen. <laughs> so he was like, I don't know if it makes sense to like be on a lead. You know, there's just lots of things like that. And for me, I was living at my parents' place. I it's not that I wasn't doing well, but I wasn't like, I didn't, my, my income was very inconsistent. Like I'd have one month that I really only had like my one like lash program that consistently did well. And everything else was like a total wild card. Like mm-hmm. I really, and I remember like the month that we moved here for July, um, I was launching launch magic for the first time and I'd never done anything. It was a high end program with a big price tag. Um, I still was really lacking a lot of confidence in my in that area of like helping online entrepreneurs and I remember thinking like if people don't buy this I don't know how I'm gonna pay rent for like August 1st you know um the craziest part about because it's kind of like what's happened over the past year and like Lauren set the intent it's crazy how all three of our separate intentions brought us all together so Lauren set the intention for like a beautiful, abundant apartment. Yeah, Trevor exactly. set the intention for like meeting. He wanted the love some, of his he life. He wanted the love of his yeah. life. I set the intention. I think I got the best deal out of everybody. <laughs> I set the intention of um, like having a, a business, like a best friend that really got me and like me and Lauren connected over Instagram. I set the intention of meeting the love of my life. And it like, that's why you really do have to trust the universe because it has such a bigger plan in mind. Yeah. Like if Lauren hadn't have, and Trevor hadn't moved in together, I wouldn't have met. Like yeah. I'm all the way from the West Coast. Like it's so insane how all of us were brought together through our separate intentions. Well, and looking back, it's like there were so many times when it looked like the thing with Trevor and I wasn't going to work out. Or like, like I had applied for apartments for two months before him and I had this idea. And um, like I think three times I was denied. Um, from like places that I really believed I was going to get, like in terms of alignment, like my belief was there, but I had this overall intention of like, 
like only let this happen if this is what I'm meant to have. And just so people know in Toronto, like you have to apply even just to rent a place. And it's like really hard even just to get into the renter's market. Um, just so, cause it probably sounds weird to be like, what do you mean you're denied for apartments? But it's super it's like, like that in Victoria too. Right. So, yeah. and, and like, especially even just a one bedroom, like what landlords want is two people living in a one bedroom that have two incomes, right? Like rather oh, wow. than one person with one, one income. And I was an entrepreneur and like, I hadn't been working for myself for all that long. So anyway, so it didn't even make sense for me to live here. Like I could have just stayed at my parents where I didn't pay anything. I had an online business. Like I, Mm -hmm. and I didn't have to be in Toronto, which is like one of the most expensive cities to live in, in the world. Right. So it didn't make any sense for me and it didn't make any sense for Trev. And there were so many times that we both bailed. Oh, oh, sorry. That we almost both bailed on it. He almost bailed. (laughs) He wouldn't admit to this. I don't think, but like leading up to actually submitting our application he just had everything like come up in terms of like well maybe this doesn't make sense and what about this and 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 even like the agreement in terms of how much he would pay versus how much I would pay like drastically shifted because he was getting cold feet and I was just like okay I don't care I'll just pay this much like which in the end it was all perfect because of how much he was here it made sense but yeah um but yeah it's like what you said about you just there's such a bigger picture That's why you have to trust. Have to trust. Like Lauren got denied for all these apartments. I got ghosted by a bunch of assholes. (laughs) And like it all happened for a reason. Well, and it was all lining up. And I think that like this is where trying to force things to happen when you want them to is kind of like just so pointless. Because I remember I was like June 1st. That's what I want. And I tried to make it happen. And it just wasn't happening. Meanwhile, you know, under the surface, I guess you could say is like, Trev and I, everything worked out with this apartment. It was like, as soon as I set this intention of like, I want a really abundant place. I had a conversation with him two days later where we were like cheersing to our new apartment because he was like, let's find a place together. We found this place the next day. Like it just all lined up so quickly. But meanwhile, a month later or so, like in August, we had the idea for Mind Magic. Is that when? It yeah, happened? it was in August. Or like, like we, end of August, yeah. End of August. Yo, you're, you're right. Yeah, actually, we didn't actually launch it until like mid-September. Mid-September, now, yeah. yeah. So okay. like around September, we had the idea. But, okay, so, but before I moved to Toronto, though, I'd like hired you as a coach. Like there were things that sort of were progressing like our friendship yeah. together. Because yeah. before that, like we'd been on each other's podcast or maybe you'd yeah, just Yeah, we weren't mine. like good friends until yeah. Lauren hired me and, which seems so funny when I look back. <laughs> I know you should give me that money, but just kidding. Tara's an excellent coach, you guys. <laughs> just kidding. So Tara's really, really good at like diving into where you're holding yourself back, like ways that you can't actually see for yourself. Where, mm-hmm. you're, where you're like, well, why? Yeah, no. So yeah. Like, Tara's a really good coach. But um, yeah. But then, but then we became such good friends, and we started talking on the phone every week. That after her coaching calls were done, I was like, "Well, let's just let's and, just talk on the phone every week." Yeah, and I like manifested that too because I remember thinking like, "I want to like keep talking to Tara," mm-hmm. and I wanted to be able to talk about like your business because I found it so inspiring to like talk to someone else who had a very similar business and a very similar position yeah. financially in terms of where we were both at. Um, that you were like, "Why don't we just keep talking?" And I was like, "Yes, yes, yeah." And <laughs> I so, ended up doing that with all my coaching. <laughs> I love how you're advertising that. <laughs> I do not. Don't tell anybody that. Um, <laughs> Shut that part up. No. Nobody um, pays me. <laughs> anyways, so, um, yeah. And so then, I mean, that happened for a couple of months. And then the idea for, because we were texting at that point, mind magic happened. Like, looking back, it's like nothing could have transpired any sooner than it did. Yeah, it was all so perfect. And, 
Yeah, I think that's I think that should be kind of the theme of this episode is trusting the timing. Yeah. Because like <laughs> I, I have such a hard time with this. Yeah. In September <laughs> when we started my magic, my whole intention was meeting my soulmate and September, October, November, December. Uh, it took four months, which I guess isn't that long. But um but I was like, why isn't it happening right now? Like why haven't I met them yet? But it was because like I needed to come to Toronto. I needed yeah. to develop that friendship with Lauren so that I could fly to Toronto and see Trevor and it's like so crazy how the universe was just like bringing it all together it plants ideas in your head it plants mind magic if you can just follow the nudges like what if we hadn't started mind magic maybe we wouldn't wouldn't have been as close and then I wouldn't have flown out here well exactly I think that's why what I mean when it comes to like you know meanwhile we had the idea for mind magic it absolutely was because of that because we (laughs) Tara's really sweating in in her dress that she stole from me just move move over there and move the mic (laughs) I'm not going to edit this out. I'm still upset. <laughs> um, okay, there you go. Yeah, she's... Sorry, you guys. I'm way too lazy to edit this, so... Um, <laughs> I think we have video footage That's of that. That's better. So okay, so... Um, it was definitely because of my magic that we... Um, like started talking about you know doing wine and wisdom together right and uh yeah we just started talking about visiting each other like one i remember we would say things like one week we'll all of a sudden just like hop on for mind mat or wine and wisdom rather and and you'll be here or i'll be there like we'll just like surprise everyone in our group and so that started becoming kind of a joke that did end up playing out you better you better there she's in the shade now (sighs) (laughs) it's really hot over there um yeah and I think another really funny part of the whole surprise and which led me and Trevor to meeting more closely was like I I felt like I had to surprise Lauren which is like never really part of the plan like we were gonna obviously arrange a trip to meet each other one time but I I had this urge I was like it must be a surprise and because it had to be a surprise I needed her address I needed help so I contacted Trevor over Instagram and that's how we started chatting and then the rest is history. Haven't you guys already started chatting a little bit, though? We, like, I I sent him, like, a message back and forth when Penny was born. Oh. That was Penny started our relationship. Oh, I've told my sister that before, actually. Penny's yeah. my, my niece. Yeah. And and I posted uh, an uh, Instagram. Trevor reshared it. Right. An Instagram story of Trevor with Penny. And then you commented on that. Yeah. Onto okay. his thing. And then, yeah. Yeah, and then so, he accidentally pocket dialed me over Instagram. She has the air quotes right now. <laughs> accidentally. But he's not that cool. It was an accident. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Um, I mean, I think for me, it's funny because I feel like, um, you know, out of Trev and I in terms of moving into this apartment, when I tell his story, it's like really, oh, she wants her, your point. Just tell me you want your drink. She's like pointing at her drink. <laughs> not to interrupt like, you. Um, oh, it's empty. <laughs> put that down um yeah when it comes to looking at like well he manifested his soulmate and looking at what's manifested for me I mean I'm in such a different emotional place than I was but also a very very different financial place you're also 10,000 times more confident way more confident like I I think that I mean this apartment I had a, a coach at the time that said something to me that has always really stuck which was like if you weren't, the universe would not have allowed this this 
apartment to manifest if you weren't going to have the money to pay for it because that was immediately like the fear that I went into that's what Lauren said to me when my apartment came right exactly I said it to Zoe as well when she freaked out about rent it was like it wouldn't have manifested if you know because it was all so aligned right yeah um and you had fear and oh my god I almost backed out of mine too right exactly so I mean that's really kind of like the theme of this episode is what happens when you choose faith over fear Mm -hmm. and and leap right and so that's where it's like looking back on the last year so much in like so much has happened that couldn't have happened if Trev you and didn't I have faith yeah if Trev and I weren't you weren't, weren't just faith. like okay well this feels good and that's why we're gonna do it because even though we had fear and we both had thoughts of backing out especially him um <laughs> we both still ended up being like you know what we're gonna choose what feels fun and we did that and and it's like so i think like if there's any way to speed up manifestation it's to to honor your intuition and to honor what feels good over what makes logical sense i think that we really slow down the unfolding of the things that we want in our lives by like trying to do it trying to um move forward without taking any risk oh yeah and the other thing is like also just enjoying the unfolding of the process like we always want to like get to the next level get to the next level it's like if you're someone that has a nine to five and you're also trying to grow your business like all you want is to is to have your own business but like when you have your own business you may miss the security of the nine to five like it's like we're always trying to rush through everything and get to the next 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 step but like the unfolding is is your life yeah your life is like the entire magic i think we have this idea that like once we get that thing that we want that it'll all just be like happy day. but we're never done well exactly and actually what you just said about like having the security of a nine to five when i like first went full-time working for myself and at the time like i had my lash business there were like there was a couple of months where i was so stressed about money that i thought i just looked around at people that had a full-time income and thought like lucky bastard you know where (laughs) the next amount of money is coming from and you know how much it's going to be for like and at the time I was in so much stress that I would have like killed for that you know so it's like I went full-time working for myself it didn't mean that like all of my worries went away you have more worries (laughs) oh definitely well not I've worked through it now like I've worked through like really yeah oh yeah it's like you don't beginning I've actually never had a normal job. I've only ever been like a waitress, a lifeguard, like where everything is fluctuated. So I've never had a paycheck where I could be like, this is how much I'm getting paid every two weeks and to plan. So I guess I'm lucky in that way that I never had the expectation. Yeah. So uncertainty, which is funny because I'm all about security and like having like a routine. So the fact that I've never had that in a job is kind of weird. But mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so I think like, I mean, just looking back at what has happened, because the other thing that happened for me was just my business really, really hit like new heights, especially this past year, like since the beginning of 2020. Because but, of my magic? Um, my, yes. Yes. Well, <laughs> but <laughs> yes, my magic definitely played a big role in terms of like helping me make money a priority in like a very applicable way. And by the way, my magic is opening again for July 1st. Oh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> our plan was to talk about that. Um, it only opens every three months. Uh, so it's $60 in order for three months at a time. 90 days. 90 okay, whole days. Okay, this is what happened in 90 days of mind magic for me. Uh-huh. I moved into a new beautiful home, my dream home. I met and got engaged to my soulmate. I made $18,000 in business that month. And I retired my full-time job. My Sorry, my old job. 
We went full time online. You also like hired a team. I member. hired an assistant. That all happened within three months. Yeah. So you can accomplish a lot in three months of my magic, just so you guys know. And it's really, we've done episodes about this before, but it's really about like the consistency of a daily mindset practice. She's laughing. Yeah, because, Lauren, tell us well, about that. I'm not good at When did you post in my magic glass? Oh, yesterday, actually. Oh, good. But um, no, I'm not super <laughs> I'm consistent. But even without being super consistent, I've also created big results for myself. Yeah, you don't of, need to be yeah. super consistent, but um, I think it helps. And, like, it's really about just getting into the understanding of telling the story of what you want. And, like, <laughs> more recently, like, as I loved living with Trev, it was a great, like, situation. No, I really, like, it really. He's really fun to live with. Why are you looking at me like that? <laughs> I, I feel like you know more about it than I do. Because um, I live with him now. And yeah, I know. Super no. clean. <laughs> he was actually great. I mean, he was only here two days a week. Like, we, it really worked out well. But when, so he, mad if he listens to when he got engaged, when you guys got engaged, I was like, love you, but you're not living here. Like, I'm not living with an engaged couple. That was like never. Yeah, we were really annoying. Oh, you were awful. It the was first like weekend the, that we met, I came to surprise Lauren, but I just ended up spending the whole weekend with Trevor. Oops. Which was fine. It's just that like, you've never been a third wheel until you've been a third wheel to Trev and Tara three days after they've met. Or even two hours after they've met, actually. Yeah. Um, yeah. But anyways, like a couple months later... Like, like, I started, well, you guys were talking, I mean, you were engaged, and I started, like, telling the story of, like, having an apartment in, or sorry, an uh, office in the apartment. Like, because everything had shifted so quickly, like, it's not that I, you know, wanted to wrap things up with Trev living here, it was that he wasn't going to live here without there being three people in the apartment, right? Lauren didn't want to live with me. Well, I fine. didn't want to live with an engaged couple that was obsessed with each other. Like, no, not uh, the only reason it worked with Trev and I was that he was only here two days a week. Like, I'm just someone that lives by myself. I yeah, like that. I'm like that too. Yeah. So I couldn't live with us either. <laughs> well, at least we're on the same page about that. Yeah. So I started like talking. I mean, I was talking to like Zoe. I did at, at points talk to you about like, yeah, I'm manifesting that like Trev wants to leave by like April or May 1st. Like I didn't want to ask him to leave and I wasn't going to do that actually. Mm-hmm. Like, um, I just planted the seed in his head when you brought it up to me. What did you say? I was Because <laughs> it was his idea. It was his idea. I just started. Well, actually he brought it up to me. He was worried that you'd be really mad. So he said to me like, well, like, I don't want to pay the extra $700. We're not even going to be there. And I was like, I think Lauren would be totally cool with that. <laughs> He's like, are you sure? And I'm like, yeah, I'll talk to her. I, like, negotiated the whole thing. Like, did you guys even talk about it? No, I don't think so. <laughs> he just moved out because I was in the middle. I was like, yeah, I think it's all uh, good. there was one day that, that uh, he came here. You were flying in or something. Mm-hmm. And I double checked with him to be like this you want this right <laughs> anyway so but again like the mind magic principle is like tell the story of what you want and I started being like I love having my office in this apartment and I was like measuring the spare room for like here's where the desk would go you should see like her office it's, amazing. it's the best thing freaking ever like I yeah I don't know it's like it worked so well when Trev lived here but now it's totally my apartment yeah. Like it just feels it, I like. Feel, it's so weird that Trevor ever lived here. Well, and so this is like me. the weird thing looking back. That's so weird that you say that because you guys met and had your, your wedding we got here. here. Yeah, yeah. No, but it never has seemed like his. It's always felt like yours. Oh, so weird. Yeah. Um, I mean, you've spent a lot more time with me here than yeah. you have with him. Yeah. But looking back, this is what's so interesting to me about like the whole Trev thing was that I was looking for an apartment. I knew how I wanted to feel. I had a story that it was totally out of reach financially for me. Mm-hmm. Trev steps in and says, I'll pay the difference. We immediately find this place. And 
just as I'm ready to take over the apartment, like, cause I had, I always did even long before you came into the picture, I loved living by myself. Mm-hmm. And I always saw like me being able to take it over from him, but I was going to let that happen if it was meant to happen. And I wasn't going to like ask him to leave cause he was on the lease. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, so it was like, as soon as it, it's just, it's just crazy how we all got what we wanted. Even yeah. though you guys got soulmates, I got an apartment, but I'm perfectly it's okay with that. It's a soulmate apartment. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Exactly. And it was like, as soon as I was ready to take it over, he was ready to leave because he was getting married to you. Yeah. So it was like the way that all these things fit together. And we were still able to get married during COVID because of this apartment. I know. I know. That was actually really cool. That was amazing. There was a marriage here like two and a half months ago. Yeah. Can you believe it's already been two months? I can't. seems so fast. I know. It is crazy. So, And like for me and my business, like I'm just... It's like I'm I'm a, at a place um, financially and in business that I always dreamt of being in terms of just like the stability that I have <laughs> and the um, Tara's sitting here texting. Okay, I know, I'm not I, texting. I okay, my wedding ring, my wedding band is being dropped off here. I had to court. I, she I just know, texted me. I know it's fine, <laughs> but I'm like it's so weird having a conversation with someone that's staring at their phone. You're not having a conversation with me. You're talking to the listeners. I'm just <laughs> right now. It's just a microphone, but uh, anyways, I just picture the people listening. So, can we talk along. a little bit though about like how kind of mind magic like rolls into this in terms of the process that we talk about in mind magic and just the now she's <laughs> choking on her drink. This is the Sorry. worst episode ever. No, it's not. It's a great okay. <laughs> mind magic process. How it ties in? Well, just like how it has led like both of us to the things that we wanted you know and even like more recently I've started getting really conscious about the story that I'm telling in like the area of my life that is love and relationships Mm -hmm. which like I really realized like I've always just been in this story of like being perpetually single like that's just been like where I've been putting my energy and so of course that's what I have and it's like as soon as so like mind magic just gets you into this process of flowing your energy towards a different reality very subtly Mm -hmm. which then starts to show up yeah changing your identity because if you take a look around at your life right now whatever you're seeing is what you are that's what you're telling the story of that's what you feel comfortable you're talking about yeah yeah that is your identity so if you're struggling with money if you're like struggling in relationships whatever you are somehow it could be subconsciously too telling that story of like this is this is who I am so we try to really shift your identity and my magic of like, what is the story you're telling? It may not be like literally. Um, and how can you shift that to a new identity? And like, it is so powerful. Yeah. And, and when, you, when you address the things that are coming up, like I remember for me with like, I decided like I'm worthy of my soulmate love story. And I realized that I had a whole bunch of like, all these limiting beliefs that were blocking me in terms of like, I don't feel like I deserve it. Like I'm not a good enough person. And like, I had to actually let all that go and start focusing on the good. And that's what my magic did to bring me to Trevor. Pretty quickly. <laughs> Within a day. <laughs> I'm a pretty good manifest. But that's a story that I tell. Right. Yeah. Like you right. can start telling that story. Like I used to think I was horrible at manifesting. So I like, I didn't understand it. And I was like, I don't really get it. Am I missing it's something? So Am I doing something wrong? It's so simple. It's just to start that living as if there's well there's areas of our lives where we have a harder time telling the story. It's like we're kind of addicted to the old story. Ooh, yeah, we were just talking about that. With money yeah, earlier. yeah, we get addicted to the current story, and there's payoff. Like so, maybe it's like in your love life, you have a story about 
I don't know, attracting the wrong type of people, being ghosted, being ghosted. And, and in telling that story, you get to feel validated oh and you God. get to be right. We yes. um, actually, we did a couple episodes with um, Dan, who Tara actually worked with for a little while. He's yes, a he was my relationship, relationship coach. coach. Um, and we and, got married. And so he, Dan is a great coach. <laughs> <laughs> and well, he really just helps people work on their own stuff. You know, it had that's what I loved that. about Dan. Yeah. Um, but he had a quote that he said, which was, we want to be right more than we want to be happy. Oh, it's so freaking true. We, we want to be right about the fact that we get ghosted. And we want to be right I about totally, the fact that we're in debt. And we want to be right about the fact that we've been wronged here, there, and the other place. We want to be right about the fact that we're not successful. I say that to my clients all the time, like who struggle with, they keep arguing with me about their current reality. Right. Like, do you want to be right? Or do you want to be free and manifest a new life? Like stop, stop fighting for your limitations. That's my biggest But we do beat. it without even, but I, I realize like, I, I mean, we all do it. Otherwise yeah. we'd all be millionaires living in yeah, our, exactly. flying in our jet plane, recording this podcast. And so I think that there's like, I mean, we were just having a conversation actually like you, me, and then Zoe as well, like through WhatsApp before this episode where we were talking about, Staying in this place of like safety. Why are you laughing? <laughs> just thinking about the last conversation we all had on WhatsApp last night. Oh yeah, no, that's never not. mind. Yeah, go on. We were talking about magic mushrooms, but anyways, it's fine. <laughs> not actually doing them, just in general. Just talking about um, them. You know, magic. We like talking about magic. So, yeah. anyways, um, <laughs> you edit that part. No. <laughs> I hate when Lauren has control over the podcast. <laughs> I know that everything I do is going to be put in. Um, excuse me. Remember that time like, your mom and Yeah, I do. And you left it in. So anyways, um, but we were all talking about how we almost have this like addiction to this money story. Yes. Where it's like all three of us have learned how to manifest large sums of money in a short period we're of time. We're really good at that. Really good at it. But it's like as soon as we have, I hope people can like hear the sirens yeah, in the background. This is so hear. like city life. Um, Toronto. Yeah. So yeah. Um, but as soon as there is extra money, we find things to like squander it on. And because it's like part of our identity to have a certain amount of money in our bank. Yeah. Like I feel right. like this compulsion. Like I'm like, right. I'm going to buy five Shopping. Aritzia dresses. <laughs> right. I don't need any. And That's I'm not about true, to but how across. much happier are you, though? But not that much happier. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I'm going on a 30-day shopping um, elimination. I'm, like, not shopping for 30 days because because this is what I do, like, in terms of... So I'm trying to change my money story in that I know I'm really good and at like manifesting your money, money. Your money identity. My money identity, yeah. I'm really good at manifesting money, but I always have, like, the same amount of my bank account. I somehow always end up right back to normal and that's like your that's your comfort zone that is the like energy and frequency that you're putting off with money so in order to change that you need to start changing like millionaires don't make millions of dollars and then end up with like five grand in their bank account right. at the end of the month like millionaires have millions of dollars in their bank account so I need to start changing my identity to get to that well and what do you think it is that's like the payoff of staying like because it, I know exactly what it is. It's this <laughs> weird thing where like I've made a lot of money this year and I've paid off a lot of debt. So it's not like it's gone to nothing, but it's like as soon as I had almost all the debt paid off and I bought all the things that I wanted, all of a sudden my desire 
to like strive for and make more money because subconscious it's your subconscious like you need to actually shift your subconscious mind like I realized that my money story or like my belief was that if I'm like saving and budgeting then that's no fun I can't have the things I want I have to be responsible and like I don't feel like I'm ready for that like it's like you're growing up and you're getting old like there's all these subconscious fears that we don't even realize that we have and we need to address those and release those before you can allow in all the money yeah because we have this like innate belief that like once i have all this money oh then i have to be responsible then i have to pay like so much money in taxes then i have to like save for a house then i need to like be boring i think it's like an addiction (laughs) i can't shop anymore i think it's like an addiction to what's known like what what we're comfortable with like i know what it feels like to have x number of dollars in my bank account and only a certain amount of debt and i know what it feels like to you know and so it's like to really have and keep more money, I'm going to have to do things differently. And there's yeah. discomfort in that because it's just not what I'm used to doing. It's actually so interesting because I find it so easy to shift my mindset in other areas. But, like, money is the one thing I keep holding on to. And I feel like that's, like, my one thing that – it's, like, before with bulimia. Like, I've kind of talked about that before where it was, like, my comfort zone, my security blanket. That was my reason for why like I couldn't do certain things or like right. I have anxiety or I'm bulimic it was like my excuse to play small and that's my same thing right. now because oh, yeah that's totally what it is we it's gotta like stop at a higher small. you know what like I actually really enjoy just the amount of visible that I am yes but if you start making millions you're gonna be very visible way more visible and like my ego doesn't like that like my introverted I know self. people are gonna like more judgments more followers it's it is we're like in this perfect <laughs> perfect place where we're like yeah we're doing great we can do everything we want but when we start having to be like an actual well and it makes me just look at people who have risen really quickly in their business and have so much appreciation for what that must have taken you know like Catherine Zankina for an example yeah like like the ceiling she continuously like 27 and I know multi multi million I know and like she did it inside like two years three years like the ceilings she had to continuously bust through in terms of her own identity like yeah. I just can't. It's, I'm I'm in this place where I'm like I have everything that I need, and like it's just so comfortable. Yeah, yeah. Like <laughs> Lauren like wants to meet her person, but then she doesn't want to meet her person. I know. Because then it's like then she has to change. Ugh. <laughs> I actually <laughs> I actually have this fear that like now you know I have this apartment and I love I, it's like actually a real fear that like I might meet someone who like has his own place or. It's not that I don't like the idea of someone else living here with me. It's that I don't like the idea of someone else being here with me 24 hours a day. Oh, well, that's like I I'm, get because totally there's only one that. office. Like I, I'm like okay. Well, if he's gonna like if he moved in here, he <laughs> like, could go to work all day. Yeah, that would be fine. Tot- I'd actually love that. That you know, would be perfect. Really funny. Um, but then I'm like, but I want an entrepreneur. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think when you meet the right person, it's like it doesn't you matter. find a good balance. But it's funny that you say that because like me and Trevor are moving back out to BC uh-huh. and and he's not going to work for the summer. And we literally had this conversation. I was like, okay, but you have to leave the house. <laughs> I was like, I need alone time. He's like, you don't like to be around me? I'm like, that's not it, but I need alone <laughs> See, time. you saying that, I'm like, oh, that's not, like it brings up anxiety. Like yeah. physical oh, it's anxiety. not fun. Because obviously you love that person, but I just, I need a long time. Well, and I feel like, you know, we're both in our early 30s and have gotten really good at doing our own thing. Yeah, that's the thing. I really had to change a lot of myself. Like, I like to just do whatever I want all the time. Now I have to think about somebody else, which is great. (laughs) (laughs) These are legitimately things that have me be like, meh, I'm good. Yeah. (laughs) 
<laughs> I mean, it's definitely worth it. I, I know. I know that it is, but it's like, these are like the ego things and it's the same thing with money. It's the same thing with your body. But that's body. also the story that I'm telling. I need to change that story. <laughs> that's a rabbit hole and a half. But yeah. uh, it's the same thing with, with your body, for instance. Yeah. Like, like if you change, you know, the way that you physically look, well, what's going to change for you? Are you going to get different attention from people? Are you going to, you know, wonder if, I, I, I don't know. Like there's all yeah. kinds of things. Like how there's do people respond? Yeah. Deep rooted. Like I've had a client before that, um, like when we really got to the bottom of it, she was worried, like she's so in love with her husband, but she was worried. Like, what if when I lose weight, I get like attention from guys right. and then something happens and I like, and that's real. And like, then I lose my marriage. So she was equating right. like, losing weight being in her dream body with also losing the love of her life which of course she's gonna block all weight loss if she believes right. that so right you do i think it is important to like what is the story you're telling what is the fear you have of success and i think we should actually talk about this because this has been coming up so much for me lately is like so many of us have this fear of like it's not the fear of success it's the fear of trying and failing and when we yep. don't try it's fine we're not but we're, we're not pretty failing. we're not making ourselves vulnerable yeah so like how do you move through that lauren tell me tell me how <laughs> tell me how to do it as a business coach i mean i i talk to a lot of people who they're like just tell me exactly what to do so that i don't have to risk that it doesn't work out for me yeah they don't have like to take if, responsibility if I, yeah if i, I can pay, blame it on you <laughs> if i pay enough money for a business coach i get to just bypass the risk of failure i'm like no nope. never you could pay a hundred thousand dollars for the best business coach in the world and they can't control your energy yeah um yeah i mean for me it was about wanting a life of freedom more than fearing the failure but like you aren't trying to meet somebody Oh, I see. Like it could be in terms of. I mean, anything. I would say that that's true. Or I, there's that's just things, not a very good example. Well, there's just things that have happened lately that I haven't told Tara about because she like. Jumps. Wait, what? No, nothing. What? Nothing. <gasps> oh, see, this is why. Nothing like real, really Turn serious. This off. No. <laughs> is it coming from Hinge? So, oh no, stop is it. One it. of the conversations. It's, stop I it. Started? Stop it. Stop it. <laughs> no. Tara like took over my Hinge a couple weeks ago, and it, it was, was so fun. ugly. But you know how? Like I think like one of those like 19 people you messaged messaged me back which wasn't a great hit to my ego <laughs> she's like i thought i was really good at do it. <laughs> Apparently not. she's like just do this every day guaranteed to meet your soulmate guaranteed <laughs> speaking yeah. of somebody who didn't meet their soulmate online <laughs> <laughs> anyway so it's not that i'm not taking i am actually taking action in that area that was a bad example what about people that block themselves because they're scared of like going all in and then failing just well, totally putting Lauren on the spot right now. Yeah. Well, failing, you only fail if you stop trying. Oh, well said. Well said. <laughs> <laughs> and what you're even failing is this if episode? you don't try. <laughs> There's no drift. I told Lauren I want to take notes before, and she's like, no, let's just let it flow. This is what happens when I just flow. It's fine. People love it. If you, let <laughs> us know if you made it to 38 minutes in. Wow. Yeah. Take us on social media. <laughs> I made it to 38 <laughs> minutes in. Can you please? Hashtag, I made it to 38. <laughs> <laughs> I listened to 38 minutes. The great That'd be 38. so funny. Can we make that? Hashtag the great 38. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay, moving on. So, my, so okay, let's just do a quick recap of everything that's happened for us in the past <laughs> year in terms of manifestation. Because I think that's cool, right? So, for me, it's like a lot can change I mean, in a year. I mean, for Tara, she's able to, like, give all these very tangible things. <laughs> Um, which is amazing for me. It's been like more of an emotional shift in terms of how I feel about my life. 
And that's the most important it thing. It is. It, it, and I can talk about, like, I mean, I had, like, a quote-unquote bad month last month in business where I made $10,000. Like, that was... And before I met... Okay, so a year ago, what was your average? Oh, like, I would go months where I made $1,000. So, like, hello. Well, that's, so that's tangible. You went from making yeah, $1,000 so, to, like, twenty to thirty k You 20 times your income. Yeah. So, but, well, I wasn't doing... I would do, like, a twenty k month followed by, like, almost no income at all. Mm-hmm. So, there wasn't stability. I didn't feel secure at all in my life. And, and here's the thing, you guys. The security didn't come from the money. The money came from a feeling of trust, a.k.a. security. Faith. Faith. Faith over fear. Which is the whole point of this episode. Yeah. I don't know if you decoded that in all of I our did. rambling. Oh. No, I'm talking about our, <laughs> You're talking talking to our people. I yeah. Like, I got that. I picked <laughs> up on that. Um, so for me, like, I'm just at this place where, and I, and I don't remember ever feeling this way, where I I don't look at, like, there's nothing that I really want where I, I feel so desperate to create it. Mm-hmm. You know, like, there was even a couple of years ago, even a year ago, there was so many things that I was so attached to. And I've gotten to this place where it's... You're so happy. I'm really, like, happy and content, almost to the place where I'm like, why bother do anything? <laughs> but that's where everything happens. Yeah, so, I mean, that's like, true. I feel like, feel like now that you're in that place and you've let go of, like, what you so want. So I think, like, need. so for me, I had a real story about being, like, 31 and not having enough to show for it. Oh, really? Yeah, totally. Because I was still, I was very, like, a year ago, I was almost 50 grand in debt. Um, almost. Yeah, I don't think My I ever told you that. My jaw just dropped. I know. And Tara, like, no. I remember you asked me, actually, how much I debt I had, you, and I lied. lied. Uh-huh. <laughs> I had all this, like, shame about it. Well, I'm so glad that you're talking about it, because this is going to help Maybe so many not, people. Mm, I, know, I can't remember. Like, 40, 45, Well, I know, I know people that are, like, 60, 70, 80,000 yeah. dollars in debt, and they have so much shame, and they feel like nobody can relate to them, and you are now living in this beautiful place. Yeah, well, I had the place even despite the debt. I paid off almost all of it. Like, it feels like a done deal to me, like, Mm -hmm. to the point where I just don't even care anymore. But I was really in this place of, like, not good enough about my life, Mm. right? I had a lot of debt. I had no savings. I had no security. I was, I mean, at the time, living with my parents, trying to find an apartment, was getting denied for apartments. And I did have this business, but it didn't feel anything like what it feels like now, which is, like, I feel established. I feel... (laughs) like proud of what I've built oh my god like I feel like literally a year ago I was exactly what you just described I was living in my sister's backyard right I had just ended an engagement I had no idea what the hell I was doing I had a business but I was not happy right yeah and now this so the story was like all of this not good enough mm-hmm. at 31 at 32 I'm like I do really well for myself but beyond that I'm so happy every day like I have so much fulfillment and you guys this is like really the measure of success I'm gonna cry because there's months where I you know it's not I'm not making you know crazy amounts of money um and I'm not I don't have a million dollar business yet but it's like every day I'm like there there is no there's no reality where I'm happy like emotionally happier than I am right now Mm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. like I just so there's still things that I desire to manifest but it's not like this like crazy like I need this because I'm just so yeah. So so I just feel like at 32 I'm fucking killing it, and at 31 I was like I'm a failure at life. <laughs> yeah, I felt like kind of 30. I was like, what am I doing? I'm. It, yeah. It is. It. I mean, I think that's such a good testament to the fact that things or circumstances aren't going to bring you happiness. And and you've said that before. 
Well, and that is actually one thing worth worth noting is this that shift did not happen because I got an apartment and started making more money. That shift happened because I started changing the story about my life mm-hmm. and where and, and, and started viewing it through an abundance mindset rather than lack. It's so important, and that's what we teach. Sorry, in mind magic. The- um, to really appreciate and love where you are and express yeah. gratitude for where you are and notice the good things. And it's so, it's so life-changing. It's like this, it's a very small daily practice, but the people in my magic have seen just the biggest quantum leaps in their lives in terms of happiness and relationships and like where they are in their business. And it's, it, it's well, and a lot of important. what we got over the last few months in terms of like sort of feedback from people was that people that had been in it for a little while didn't succumb to a lot of negative emotions around all the COVID stuff. That's true. Where they yeah. were like, because of this practice, I feel like I get to choose how I respond to this emotionally. And that is worth a million dollars because the world can be ending. Yeah. <laughs> My mom likes to call it like before the end of the world happens. I'm yeah. Like, mom, BC, stop, before stop, COVID. Yeah. Before COVID. <laughs> um, but like literally anything could happen. And you get to be like, you know what? I'm going to choose to be empowered about this. Or oh. I'm going to choose to believe that this is not the end of, like, like there's actually opportunity in this for me. And so once you get, it, it's it's this incredible thing that happens where it's like after a month or two of doing the mindset work, you get to all of a sudden be in control of your thoughts. Yeah. Now that you said that, I think that's my favorite thing that I have, like, really done in the last year is I be I feel so in control of like my moods my emotions my thoughts not in the way that I'm like forcing anything but I just I have the ability to be so happy every single day regardless of what's going on around me and that is so powerful like incredibly powerful yeah Mm -hmm. I mean that's what I want for people more than anything else I love a good manifestation story yeah um and I often sell my courses and programs from this place of like here's what you can have but that's because people buy from that exactly that's because that's what I know people want to hear about it's the the, (laughs) I actually heard that on a on an Instagram story of manifestation babes where you were talking about with someone else about the bait and switch on the Bali retreat oh Oh yeah, and I've used it ever since then. I that's like, I like try to convince people into dream body in terms of weight loss, but really I'm just tricking you into loving your body <laughs> and like having the best life ever and so much confidence, and then your body's like, gonna come. We're gonna talk to you guys about how you can manifest all the money and you love. Can make, you can be a inside, millionaire inside Mind Magic, but what we really want is for you to just be really fucking. You're gonna happy. be so happy. But the ironic <laughs> part is, is we're not saying you can't have both. Yeah, exactly. We're just saying for everything you want, in the in the absence of resistance of need. Yes. Right. Yeah, because you're already so happy. So you you don't have this like desperation where you're trying so hard to make it happen and pushing it away at the end of the day. Yeah. Yeah. So, I don't know if I'm making much sense anymore because I had three glasses of wine. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like in the middle of a sentence and I'm like, is this even? I think it's good. Okay. Um, <laughs> I mean, people know what they're getting with low and toe. <laughs> Actually, we really should just call this wine and wisdom because that's wine our... Wine and that's, wisdom. That's our... With T and L, we tried once to record an episode where we weren't drinking wine, and we it were was like, so bad. <laughs> I don't think we even posted it. <laughs> no, we never did. <laughs> we have like a vault in the vault episode yeah. with with Lauren and Tara. We'll never post. It will never be. It seen wasn't. To the world. I feel like it was still valuable, but it just we our I the energy know. was off. Yeah, we didn't feel it. Yeah, you know, needed more wine. <laughs> yeah, so it's really bad. That does sound bad. <laughs> we don't need wine. Too <laughs> just a little. Anyway. Anyways. <laughs> so, so the moral of the story is that. 
A lot can happen in a year. A lot can happen faith in 30 over fear. days. Yeah, faith over fear. Decide to start telling a new story of what it is that you desire and live from that perspective. And you will see things happen so fast. And if you want help with that, my, my magic, magic is the place to be <laughs> July 1st. How much is it? Uh, $60, $60 for, for three, months. three months. It's $20 a month. That's US. a really good yeah. deal, guys. Oh, yeah. Should I mention again what happened for me in three months? You already did. So, so you know, don't need to go worth with it. $60. We don't need to. It's definitely <laughs> worth it. Um, but, I mean, like, coming back to just sort of the topic of this episode. I now have a, like, $10,000 like, ring on my finger. So, I think that's worth 60 It wasn't actually that much. It wasn't $10,000. No. Well, with the wedding band. Oh. Okay. <laughs> Anyways, I went to see it. I in know. In I the, know how much it was. <laughs> it was only, like, seven. Can I, I feel I deserve the Friend of the Year Award. You for, are the best friend after ever. After one week, Trev was like, can you go to this jewelry store and look at this <laughs> ring for Tara? Oh, and then we're going to have our COVID wedding at your place. Two days notice. <laughs> okay. Two days notice. Mm-mm-mm. Yeah, it was. It was like, okay, we're not going to argue with <laughs> on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> it was a tentative plan. We weren't sure if we were going to go through with it. But then we asked the universe, and the universe gave us signs. So I think you would understand that out of, out of anybody. <laughs> well, yes. But on the Thursday before a Saturday wedding, me being like, so is there a wedding here on Saturday or no? And we're like, on Friday, I'm like, I'm coming down. <laughs> down it, was, it was meant to be, though. Anyway. Um, yeah. So when you choose faith, though, over fear, because even you coming here to Toronto, yeah, you didn't have the money, I didn't right? have the money. Yeah. Yeah. So that's where it's like we So got. just rack up some debt. You no. know what? <laughs> just kidding. But, okay, but you know what, that. though? Like, I've always been someone. A little bit of someone, debt is fine. <laughs> well, I've always been someone that, like, if you objectively looked at some of my financial decisions, you would label them as being reckless. Like, I have put large sums of, of money on a credit card when I didn't know how I was going to pay for it. I've made financial decisions like moving into this apartment that made no zero, zero logical sense. Yeah. But... I've always just trusted my my just Just go for it guys who gives a fuck but I've always just trusted my intuition and my desire for like fun over anything else and that and like I mean I'm not sitting on tons of savings I don't own property but whatever I got my whole fucking life yeah and I'm I mean I'm really happy this is a bad ending it is. No. Why is no, it bad? Okay, the one thing that I would say in regards to that is like, if it feels really good and aligned, <laughs> spend the money. But if you're spending out of like a lot of fear and guilt and shame, and you're like, okay, but this is going to come back to me because Lauren and Tara said so, don't do that. <laughs> like, it has to feel aligned. I mean, that's true. Yeah. I, what I'm saying about it is like, don't always But there go might with, be some Don't fear. always go with your logic. Well, yeah, like me moving into this apartment, there was fear. Yeah. But there was more, it was more trust. And me marrying Trevor after knowing him for two months, there was like a bit of fear. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> but it was, but yeah, best decision I ever made in terms of like flying out here, meeting Trevor, starting my magic, quitting, like retiring my full-time job. Right. Lots of fear. So yeah, go with your intuition. If there's fear there, like look at it, don't ignore it, but go with what is intuitive over what feels logical Keep for you. Keep pressing forward towards like... What's that quote? It's like, walk confidently towards the direction of your dreams or something. I don't know. <laughs> sure. Henry David Thoreau. Okay. I'm, I'm just going <laughs> to quote Tara on that one. Tara Burnett mindset. Um, yeah, just keep taking steps towards the reality that you desire and keep holding that image in your mind. I think that's so important. 
Like, don't yes. start. If you do make a big financial decision in terms of like a new house or a big like purchase in terms of coaching, which I've done many times, mm. it, like I just kept holding the vision of like success and my beautiful home and like all the things. Like, I think it's really easy to start manifesting almost the opposite and worrying yourself into manifesting what you don't want in terms of like, okay. I like when I bought that Tony Robbins package for a year, it was eight grand and I did not have the money. I put it on a credit card. It was terrifying. I was like, what am I doing? Eight grand US or Canadian? It was eight grand Canadian. Okay. Yeah. And that was the first time I ever hired a coach. But instead of telling the story of like, oh my God, I spent the money. What a stupid decision. Like I'm an idiot. They just convinced me. They conned me into it. Like I could have totally gone down that path, which I'm sure some people do when they get home from the seminar and they're like, what have I done? (laughs) But I told the story of like, this is going to change my whole life. And then it it, did. It felt aligned in the moment and I'm going to trust that. Yeah. And you have to like, and that's what I did with my apartment. Like I started second guessing it and Lauren was like, this is going to up level you yeah. to like the next level of your life. And I was like, that that's the story I need to tell. And that's what happened. Well, can I get, and can I just quickly tell a story too about doing, no, you can. Do, doing, shut up, <laughs> doing the same thing. I'm just going to like input a piece of my voice later in this episode when Tara's not here. Um, but uh, a story about paying for coaching in the same way on a credit card and actually not. So I paid um, about the same. It was 6,000 US. So around eight eighty five hundred. Yeah, Canadian on a credit card for a coach um, in the early stages of my business. And it didn't make me any money. It didn't. It was nothing to do with mindset or personal development. It was very much like a nuts and bolts kind of like here's like how to make Facebook ads and blah, blah, blah. But the whole process that led me to making that purchase felt very aligned. Like I came across this woman's ad I watched her webinar I was like I like it the whole thing you came across an ad watched a webinar and spent six grand I need to do that um like I had I had a I had a call with her yeah um but that's interesting I never think of that happening oh yeah I did that for a little while like there's lots of different things like this you can do in terms of Facebook ads business tips yes um but so I didn't end up like making money from my time working with her but what it did do was I felt really motivated after that, like, because now I had debt and I was scared, mm. you know, like I would, I became like my business went from being like, yeah, we'll see how this kind of goes to being like, I'm doing this yeah. because at that point. So I believe that like, even in that situation where I took the action and it didn't immediately bring me results, it was still because I made that decision in faith over fear. It was still yeah. an imperative step in my success. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would kind of say the same thing in terms of, like, my Tony Robbins coach. Like, she was amazing, and I really loved her, but it wasn't anything, like, the biggest impact she had on me was asking me, what do I really want? And I was forced to think about that question, and then I was forced to make changes. But it was a 30-minute call every other week. She didn't, like... Oh, my God. It wasn't anything... For how long? For a year. Okay. Yeah, I think I had, like, 36 calls or something. Um, But it also made me realize that I could do that. Because when... Because I was like, she's not doing that much, but my whole life has changed due to like my own kind of action and perception shifts. So I could do this. (laughs) And that's when I started coaching. Right. Yeah. So you never know why you're doing something, but just make the best of it. Well, and just follow the intuition. I think people don't really understand how to follow their intuition. I know. I know. We we make so many decisions out of fear that we we build a life that's really just based in in fear. Oh my God. No, not, not. That's in all areas, point. but a lot, of areas, a lot of areas, a lot of areas are so based in, you know, what we thought we could have. What's your number one tip for, for like how to follow your intuition? Um, 
it should feel like like every time I make a big decision from my intuition, it feel, like I feel alive in it. And there is fear. There's fear yeah. there, but there's like excitement where I'm like, oh my God. Okay. Yeah. Let's do it. Yeah. Um, my tip for overcoming the fear would to be like, don't take life so fucking seriously. Yes. It's all like, a fucking illusion. Like what if you spend 20 grand tomorrow on something you didn't know you're going to spend I'm going to go shopping. On? Like, <laughs> well, I wouldn't say that. It's no, not, it's not about spending recklessly. It's about, you know, what if something that comes to you as an opportunity and it requires you to put something on the line that brings up fear? Well, what's the worst? Like, nobody mm. makes it out alive. Okay, I find a lot of comfort in, in reminding myself that nobody fucking survives. We yeah, all die. Yeah, we can't take it with you. <laughs> You're not going to take the debt with you. You're not going to yeah. take the mistakes with you. You're not going to take the success with you. Like, why not just be more playful? Yeah. Playful. Experimental. Experimental. really help. Yeah, that really helps me as well. And I, I do think of like, okay, what is the worst that could happen? Like when I got my gym and I had no plan, no idea how I'd pay for it. I was like, worst that can happen. I don't know. I can't pay the rent. I go bankrupt. I live with my parents. Yeah. Which that sounds really bad right now. But at the time it wasn't as bad. Well, but you still would have survived it. Yeah, I would have been fine. Yeah. Are you going to die? No. Do it. <laughs> <laughs> Let's leave it there. I think that's great advice. Great. That's my advice. So my magic... It'll probably for mean, more of this weekly wisdom. Yeah, I know. Um, it'll change your life, uh, <laughs> <laughs> or you'll die, <laughs> or you're just paying for us to get drunk every week online. Um, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I mean, a worthy cause. Yeah. But we'll probably open it for enrollment on like the 24th or 25th. Lauren's in charge of that. I know. We got to figure that out though. Um, but yeah, it'll open for basically a week at the end of what, what month June. is it? June. Thank you. Um, and it won't open again for three months. So yeah. um, we will put a, a link maybe for the wait list. In the show notes. In the show notes. And you should join. Thanks for listening. Did you you how many life. minutes are we at? Almost an hour. Okay, so if you made it to almost an hour, hashtag. Hashtag 57. Almost an hour. What rhymes with seven? <laughs> Seventh heaven. <laughs> no, whatever. Just post it on your stories. <laughs> Tell everyone to listen to us. Enjoy my magic. Okay. Bye. <laughs> Love you guys. Bye. <laughs>